Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know that our story contains mentions of suicide. Dearest, I feel certain that I'm going mad again. I feel we can't go through another of these terrible times, and I shan't recover this time. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. In case you're just tuning in, here's the deal. Every day, we're telling the story of a woman from history who you may not know about but definitely should. Each month is themed, and this month, we're talking about beautiful minds, intellectual giants whose work had an extraordinary impact. Today's beautiful mind was a revolutionary author. Let's talk about Virginia Woolf. Adeline Virginia Stephen was born on January 25, 1882, in West London. Her parents each had children from previous deceased spouses and would together have four more children after Virginia. Because of this, Virginia lived with seven competitive siblings, all of them well-educated and creative. When Virginia was nine, she played a large role in the creation of a family newspaper called the Hyde Park Gate News, named after the family's home address. The handwritten pamphlet regularly featured family news and gossip, jokes, poems, fictional stories, drawings, and teasing between siblings. This early work has been studied as an example of Virginia's developing voice as a writer. Virginia's cheerful writing stopped at age 13 when her mother passed away. Soon thereafter, both her half-sister and father also died. These tragedies took an intense emotional toll on Virginia. Under the guidance of her older sister, Vanessa, Virginia moved with her siblings to a house where they pursued creative goals. The family hosted gatherings with many radical young thinkers who would later achieve fame of their own. These meetups would become known as the Bloomsbury Group. After another sibling died and Vanessa got married, Virginia coped with grief and change through her writing. She continued to attend the Bloomsbury Group, and her witty prose developed further. At that point, she was mostly writing book reviews, though she also published a collection of reminiscences that reflected somberly on her childhood and deceased mother. In 1911, Virginia reunited with Leonard Wolfe, who she originally met in 1904 at one of her family gatherings. The pair married the following year. Virginia then started writing her first novel, called The Voyage Out. The book started as an experimental piece called Melambrosia, in which Virginia aimed to embrace all aspects of life normally missing from Victorian novels. In The Voyage Out, the protagonist, Rachel, is introduced to freedom and sexuality on a trip to South America. She then quickly dies without any explanation. In the novel, Virginia experimented with surreal worlds, distortions of perception, and non-linear storytelling. In 1913, Virginia's anxiety about failure as a writer led her to attempt suicide. She recovered and published The Voyage Out in 1915, but continued to struggle with mania and depression. Nonetheless, Virginia published more work throughout the 1920s, including pamphlets and novels. Her writing was experimental and genre-defining. For example, in 1927, she published To the Lighthouse on the anniversary of her mother's death. The book blends the structure of a novel and an elegy. 
Virginia continued her revolutionary work throughout the 1930s. She pioneered stream-of-consciousness-style writing as a literary device, and her work would come to define a large part of the modernist movement of her time. Then World War II struck. Virginia was working on both a memoir and a novel called Between the Acts, which examined art, perception, and response. But as London was being bombed, Virginia struggled to find the meaning of writing during such a trying time. It seemed like civilization was on the brink of collapse, and the demons Virginia struggled with came back to haunt her. On March 28, 1941, Virginia drowned herself in the River Ouse. Between the Acts was published soon after her death. Virginia Woolf's writing was pivotal for the modernist genre. She lives on through her many publications, including her diaries, letters, and novels. Tune in tomorrow to hear the story of another beautiful mind. We'll be talking about an ancient historian who lived over a millennium ago. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.